0: The global cybersecurity market's expected to reach $250 billion in the next two years, and the digitally connected world that we live in is fueling that demand. By the way, if your calculator doesn't go that high, trust me, $250 billion is a lot of bananas. The bigger question is, which cybersecurity ETF is the best way to invest in this massive growth opportunity? Well, coming up on today's ETF Battles, we've got a quadruple header. It's a cybersecurity Lollapalooza between four ETFs. Right after this, Go Nowhere. Welcome to ETF Battles. I'm Ron DeLegge. Great to see you. If you're here for the first time and you bumped into us, what a wonderful thing. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Don't be shy. Drop us a line. Let us know how you're enjoying the show. And if you've got an ETF battle that you'd like to see, Give us your ticker symbols, along with the reason why you want to see that battle. You can do that in the comment section below or hit us up on our Twitter feed at ETF Guide. Now, one of the big changes to season two for ETF battles is we've expanded the battle matchup to now include mutual funds. So if you have a mutual fund to ETF battle that you'd like to see, send us your tickers and we'll take a look at it. Today's skirmish is between four cybersecurity ETFs. We've got CIBR, BUG, iHack, and Hack in the battle ring. So which of these ETFs is the best way to invest in the cybersecurity trend? Well, you're about to find out. Helping us to judge today's matchup is Dave Natick, Director of Research at ETF Trends. We've got Todd Rosenbluth, Director of ETF Research at CFRA, also with us. Dave and Todd, welcome back to ETF Battles. Great to see you. Great to be with you and great to be with Dave. Always great to be in a battle. By the way, the judging caliber of today's duo is so superlative that everything I currently know about ETFs, both Dave and Todd have long forgotten. So the four battle categories are cost, exposure, strategy, performance, and then we got our mystery battle category. That's where our judges get to pick that certain factor or maybe multiple factors that they feel are important to today's battle. And it gives us an opportunity also to see their approach and their analysis to how they select ETFs. So I've got the scorekeeping chores. My scorecard is ready. We're going to go through each one of these battle categories one at a time. And the judges are going to pick their ETF winner in each respective category. And they can also opt for a split decision um, if they feel no particular ETF has an advantage. And if they want to be especially difficult, they can simply say pass on a certain category. And then at the end, we'll declare an overall final winner. So our first category is cost. And Dave you're up. So get us started. Great. Well, so this is a pretty easy one to
1: do. Usually cost is cost. I like to look at both the expense ratio and the expected trading costs through spreads. Um, it's really easy to figure out who the losers are here. So Cyber and Hack both are the losers. They're both at 60 basis points, which is pretty expensive for pretty straightforward index-based coverage here. And they both have 10 to 15 basis point spread. So on a given year with a round trip, you'd be expecting to be out something like 70, 75 basis points or three quarters of a percent. That's pretty expensive. The other two funds in the space, BUG and iHack, are both, I think, a little more reasonably priced. BUG's at 0.5%. iHack's at 047 I think three basis points is largely splitting hairs. Um, iHack has slightly better spread. So I think we have to give this one to iHack, although I think BUG is definitely in the running.
0: Well, that's a strong start. Thank you, Dave. I've got you down for iHack on cost. Todd, how do you see it in terms of cost?
2: Yeah, I mean, Dave showed the math. He showed his work. He did a great job of it. The one thing I would add is that, you know, iHack is by iShares the largest ETF provider. They are more likely to respond to price cutting. If somebody else comes back in, they're likely to do so. I would give it to iHack, but as we'll see, three basis points of fees or 10 basis points really doesn't make that much of a difference when we go further into the analysis.
0: All right, so our judges agreed on cost. Let's move to the next category, which is exposure strategy. So Todd, you're still up. Give us your take. So my take on this one would be
2: Bug as the winner. Um, so Global X has more of a research-driven approach than some of the other firms of how they're doing this. This is more moderately sized companies within the tech and communication services space. So whereas Cyber, which is another good ETF and is larger than Bug, has more mega cap companies like Cisco and Accenture. You're not finding that or you're certainly not seeing that as large. You're seeing more moderately sized growth companies, Zscaler, CrowdStrike. Those are some of the top holdings. We like the exposure of bug, but again, you're going to see notable differences between many of these growth-oriented companies.
0: So now we shift to you, Dave, for exposure strategy. Give us uh, your analysis.
1: I think Todd has it largely right here. I like Bug here more than any of the others. The reason is because I think when we're looking at a thematic ETF like this, we want that concentrated pure play exposure to the theme. That's what you get in Bug. It's not a lot of holdings, it's 29, right? It's a very narrow portfolio, and those exposures are pretty uncapped. So you're looking at 7%. 8% allocations to the biggest names in the fund. Uh, I think that's what you really want in a fund like this. When you get over to funds like Hack, you're starting to look at 60, 65 holdings. The ones in the middle have 40, 45 holdings, and you start to dilute it. You get out into something like Hack, and you end up with just generic exposure to companies like Cisco and Akamai. And sure, they're in the space, but they're not the ones that are going to move really aggressively when you see headlines or when you see big allocations from big companies towards cybersecurity spending, I think bug really is the one that's going to get you that concentrated exposure.
0: Well, that's a solid take. Thank you very much, Dave. And now we're going to move to performance. So investors always wonder about performance and give us uh, an update. Which of these ETFs really jumps out at you in terms of performance, Dave? So the way I looked at this was sort of a little long term, looking back say a year,
1: uh, and that way we can compare everybody. Not every one of these funds has been around for five years. Really, only Hack has that, you know, check on the box. Um, and then I looked at how they've done recently because the recent markets have felt a little different. Um, really, in 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 my estimation, you have to give this to Bug again. On the one year basis, it's up 70%. Uh, that's pretty darn good. Now it's not as good as the biggest aggressive growth funds in the world, but it's still a heck of a 12 month run. However, in the last three months, what we've seen is it's come down about 8%. That to me means it's a pretty high beta play. It's moving in big big size and big directions. Everything else is somewhere in the middle here. Cyber has released, you know, Cyber performed about 60 on the upside for the trailing 12 months, about down three on the three-month basis. Uh, And then everything else is worse than that, hack being the worst of all. So I, I think you absolutely have to give this to your own bug. I don't think there's much of a comparison.
0: Thank you very much, Dave. Todd, how do you see it in terms of performance? Do you agree with Dave's analysis? So I do agree with Dave for bug is the
2: winner and and simply a thousand basis points of outperformance within a year versus all of the competing funds just shows you this is the fund that came to market at the right time. Uh, It's it's down more, as Dave mentioned. That's okay. You know, technology has been out of favor. You'd want to see a heavy growth fund to be down this way. I'd be a little surprised if it was actually outperforming in both the up and the down markets. Bug would be our winner.
0: Thank you very much, Todd. Now we move to my favorite category, the mystery battle category, the Alfred Hitchcock and Agatha Christie battle category. So tell us, Todd, what is your mystery factor and who wins it? Well,
2: my mystery category is the same one I think I've done on every show I've been a part of. We at CFRA have a star rating methodology on about 1,800 different ETFs. We rate all four of these ETFs, Bug, Cyber, and iHack, the iShares product, All are four-star rated, whereas HACK is lower rated. I'm going to give the nod to BUG in terms of a tiebreaker. give it a slight edge because when we look at the risk and reward, that combination is stronger for BUG. All all three of those ETFs score well from a risk standpoint, but the higher reward potential is with BUG based on our holdings analysis and our performance and cost
0: analysis, kind of grouping all three of the categories together. Now, Dave, your opportunity to weigh in on your mystery category, what is it and who wins it? Well, I don't have stars like Todd, but
1: what I do pay attention to is where funds come from. I think that matters when you're thinking about your total risk. And honestly, it's not so much I'm going to give this to somebody. I'm just going to ding somebody. So Hack, which is the ETFMG product here, has been the subject of lawsuits by several folks, NASDAQ probably being the most notable. They lost those lawsuits. And this fund is in transition. And it's not even in a particularly clean transition. It was already supposed to be moved over to Exchange Traded Concepts to be the new owner of the fund. For reasons that are still not super clear to me, that got delayed. I think they couldn't get all the votes they needed and the shareholder Vote in October, it's all now been pushed to the third quarter potentially of this year. I don't think investors need to be participants in that kind of chaos. To be honest,ly not when you've got great alternatives. So I think Hack loses the mystery category. If I had to give that same mystery category as a winner, I I think I would probably still give this to Bug. As Todd said earlier, it's a really solid, thoughtful research process that's generating this. The holdings that are in this fund, it feels very much au courant of the moment. They're paying attention to what's mattering now. Um, The fund doesn't sit around and wait for a year and a half for something to show up. I I like the
0: methodology. I would give this to Bug. All right, excellent. Uh, Thank you very much, Dave, for that analysis. And legal update, see, you get everything on ETF battles. We even talk about lawyers and judges on the show. So now we move to the overall battle winner. This is where our judges give us who they think is the ETF that stands out in today's quadruple header. So Dave, you're still up. Give us your overall winner.
1: I, I think it's pretty going to be pretty obvious it's going to be bug here. Uh, I think it's a solid fund. I think it's giving people that exposure they want at a reasonable price.
0: Thank you, Dave. Todd, your final
2: opportunity? Well, wow, Dave used all the words he had for the whole legal challenge to then sum it down. Yeah, so let me just piggyback on that. The legal challenge is a concern for Hack, And yet what's also surprising to me is that money has stayed in this fund. I don't think people really understand all of the challenges that are happening. To directly answer your question, yeah, Bug is the winner. It's about in line from a cost standpoint. We had it for exposure. The performance speaks for itself and a slight nod in terms of its upside potential relative to its peers, according to our CFRA rating methodology. So Bug is the winner for both of us,
0: I believe. Well, excellent. And yes, you're exactly right. My battle scorecard has Bug as the winner. And uh, it stood out in terms of uh, exposure strategy for both of you performance, also mystery, and overall battle winner. And some really good points that you guys made. I mean, it's a more, uh, as think, as Dave pointed out, it's a more global portfolio. It's also more concentrated. It's only got 29 holdings, so it's very focused on what it does. And um, I think that you guys gave us some solid arguments and solid analysis. And for the audience, at the very least, if you're looking at this space, and it's huge, and it's only going to get bigger, cybersecurity, uh, I think what we've given you on today's program is at least, at the very least, an excellent starting point for uh, investing in cybersecurity stocks. So put Bug on your watch list. And the question I have for the audience is, what did you think about today's ETF battles? Which of our judges made the convincing argument? Which one do you think that uh, perhaps whose analysis you agreed with most? Let us know. Also, which ETF battles would you like to see in our next episode? Give us your ticker symbols as well as why you want to see that particular ETF battle. Also, by way of reminder, you can listen to ETF battles at iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon Music. So be sure to listen to the show for those of you that aren't able to watch. Well, that does it for today's episode of ETF Battles. Don't forget to subscribe. Thank you for watching. We'll catch you next time. I'm Ron DeLegge with ETF Guide TV. Take care.